0: the Lord. Uh, today's word, I think it's important. Um, I, I felt very compelled just to do a, a proper teaching on the Holy Spirit. Um, i realize realized that it's been a long time since we did a teaching on the Holy Spirit. If there's ever a time we needed to be filled, led and directed by the Holy Spirit, it's now. Yeah, and to know His voice and to see His form, because there's a lot of news that's coming from all different angles. And as the people of God, we cannot afford to be deceived. And we need to know a proper, proper understanding of, 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 of the Holy Spirit. And feel, So today we're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, Zechariah chapter 12 please and uh, I would just give everybody homework just to read this passage in light of uh, the times we are living in this speaks about uh, Israel and uh, Jerusalem and how in that day um, the Lord will make Jerusalem like an immovable rock For all the nations and all who try to move it will injure only themselves. Uh, The people of Jerusalem are strong because the Lord Almighty is their God. Uh, The Lord will save the dwellings of Judah first, so that the honor of the house of David and Jerusalem's inhabitants may not be gathered, not be greater than Judah. So it talks about just read that later, okay? This is talking about how God will defend, protect. Israel and Jerusalem. I'm just reading the scriptures. I'm not being political now. Okay? Is that what it says? Okay. Now, this is the piece that I wanted us to see. Verse number 10. It says, And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me the one they have pierced. And they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child, and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? amen. Father, I thank you for your help today. Speak through my mouth and give us an ear to hear what you are saying in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, it says, when this spirit of grace and supplication is poured out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, all right, they will see Jesus differently. They will look upon the one they have pierced. They pierced him, but they will look at him, and then they will weep as one who has lost a firstborn son. I believe this is a prophecy speaking that speaking of uh, toward to the to the fact that how God will visit His people with His redeeming grace in this last day. And that's the final frontier of where this gospel will be preached. And the ones who pierced will see Him, recognize Him, recognize what they have done and they will weep. Can we say Amen? Amen. Now some of you don't want Israel to be saved. Maybe you're mad about the current political situation, I understand. And just to be fair, God loves the Palestinians also. Let me just say this. It's important that God visits Israel because Israel, when God blesses, he blesses strategically. He doesn't bless you because he feels sorry for you. He blesses you according to his covenant and according to his purpose. So the blessing of God, he blesses from Zion. He blesses from Mount Zion. Right? That's why God told Abraham, whoever blesses you is blessed and whoever curses you is cursed because that's the way the river flows amen so we bless God's people come on church Uh, we bless Israel come on church Uh, you can throw stones and tomatoes later but for now while I have the mic we bless Israel Uh, These are God's chosen people. God chose for them. Paul said himself, theirs is the prophets. Theirs are the covenants. From them comes our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. If there is no them, there is no us. All right. Now, having said that, I am not suggesting that I endorse every political decision that is made by Israel. And throughout the Bible, we see how the, the, the people of God, the kings of Israel and Judah, when they made mistakes, God himself would come down and give them a spanking right, a a severe spanking, (laughs) you know, and they would be removed or they, so God deals with his people, but God is still with his people. Amen. So our job is not to get into the, we, we bless God's people because God commanded us to bless. And our blessing comes as we bless the people of God and God still, and we don't endorse this replacement theory that the church has now replaced, Israel, and God no longer cares for Israel, and God cares for the church. No, the reason we have a church is because of Israel and not the other way around. Right? Amen. Uh, but we pray also that God will give them some wisdom. I mean, some severe... Damage that's being being done and it's a very sad state we pray for the peace of Jerusalem we pray for all the affected families of the Palestinians who are suffering right now and the bombs that keep going off every time you open your your news there's like some other tragedy I'm sure you are all following but I think I also made the case several weeks ago alright let's not only focus on what we're seeing on the headlines but let's also follow what the headlines of heaven are uh, and, and the count down timetable that we are a part of and we need the Holy Spirit to do that Amen? Amen So the reason and the method by which the children of Israel, Judah and Israel will will see the one they have pierced is when God pours out this spirit of, 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 uh, of grace uh, and supplication the Amharic is, is like Rahi Hallelujah. The spirit of Rahari, like compassion. And so it's kind of significant because it tells me that if he does not give this spirit, we cannot see him. If he does not give us this spirit, we cannot know him. May God give not just Israel, but may God give each and everyone this spirit so that we can know him and see him. Because if we don't know him or see him properly, okay, then we've, the, we've, the, the, the lines have, have crossed. We've missed each other and what a waste that is, what a terrible thing that is, he provides this beautiful uh, gift of salvation, he paid such a terrible price for our redemption and we didn't see it. So I believe one of the reasons why Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit is so that when we say Jesus, we will say and know exactly what we're talking about, that we will see him correctly, because it is possible to see him incorrectly and what a waste, yeah? Uh, I, I, I I told the story I have a, a friend that I grew up with and um, uh, from, from from Kenya and uh, he was living in America several years ago some of you might remember and uh, he got sick with cancer it was very very terrible and we were on the phone every night and we were praying and if you remember some of you I encouraged the whole church to pray and we were all praying and then God supernaturally healed him like the doctors were testifying this is a miracle and we were very excited and every week I would give announcements from the stage about my friend and I know everybody probably has friends and things but I'm the pastor I have the mic right so my friends get prayed for up here Uh, But we prayed and God healed. The doctor acknowledged this is a miracle, you know, and it's such a verified. And so he was coming home to Kenya, but he was coming Ethiopian Airlines via Addis Ababa. And so, you know, the the flight comes in usually early in the morning and we made plans. And I told the whole church because our office is in TK building. And uh, we made plans that uh, when he arrives, you know, that he'll come out and just spend a few hours with us and we'll celebrate. And then he can go on, on to Kenya, right? Because we prayed and we need to celebrate together. So my friend comes back. And uh, he lands and uh, there was apparently no way for him to get out of the airport because of whatever complications. He did not have a phone. He could not call. or he, 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 I think this was a few years ago. They didn't have the Wi-Fi or anything. So we are waiting in the office with cake and flowers and you know just waiting for him and and, uh, he had actually got on the next flight and went to Kenya and we you know we crossed paths like that, right? I know it's it's like sad, it's really sad. So so what we were preparing for him, right? And what he was uh, receiving was disconnected because he kept on, on going. But he missed what was being prepared because he was not in a position to receive and he didn't see what we had for him. So there's two people who lost. Number one, he lost because he did not get what was being given and we lost because we had put all of this effort. And I was even telling people who needed to go just hold on a little bit. He's coming soon. Don't go so fast. I was really trying to hustle and it just turned into a mess for the preparers and the receivers. And you know, sometimes it's the same way with Jesus. When we say the name of Jesus, all right? It is possible knowing Jesus to miss Jesus. right? And, and what a tragedy that is when we don't receive what He has prepared. And what a tragedy for Him, for what He prepared for us is missed. And I believe that's why we need the Holy Spirit. Because it's only as we receive this ministry and this spirit of grace and supplication that we can see Him properly. Um, at the cross, it was... The, 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 the demonstration of God's love for the world, for God so loved the world that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It was an amazing, amazing demonstration of God's love, but all the people had different opinions around the cross. What, Jesus, what God was dropping was not being picked up. There was two thieves on either side of the cross. One begged for mercy, the other cursed Jesus. It doesn't change the fact that Jesus was still dying for all of them. But they received it differently. At the foot of the cross, the Bible says that the soldiers were casting lots for the garments of Jesus. All right, So he's dying for them and they're, they're gambling for his clothes. Apparently, there's something to be gained from Jesus' suffering. May the Lord deliver and protect each and every one of us. Then there was our blessed mother. And John the beloved disciple all of the other disciples but John and beloved Mary were at the foot of the cross and they had their own interpretation of the loss and the pain that they were feeling three different opinions every the same love that's demonstrated, but everybody had a different different opinion and even today when I say Jesus it could mean so many different things to different people right and you will act according to whatever revelation you have or the lack thereof or we could miss completely and that's why I believe that all of us need the Holy Spirit we need the Holy Spirit not so we can shake a little bit more run extra laps eh? not even speak in tongues that's not the purpose of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is helping us to see Jesus as we should see him he's not he's not just helping us He's not just helping us with our business deal, he's not helping us with our promotion at work, he's not helping us uh, to to get hooked up with this network or that network or Mr. Wonderful or Miss Lovely. He does all that, that's his work. But the primary mission of the Holy Spirit in our lives is so that we would see Jesus as he needs to be seen. So that what he's dropping, that we are picking. That there will no longer be any missing. It's painful to him when we miss what he was trying to. That's why Jesus said, don't go anywhere. All these nincompoop disciples, after all these years, you're still arguing about who's the greatest, arguing about where, who can sit where, arguing about calling down fire on our enemies. I mean, if, if, after three years, you should be getting a degree. After three years, these disciples are scattered and shaking in fear in a house locked behind closed doors. He said, don't go anywhere until you receive power from on high. You need this power because without this power, you will be left to your own opinion. You will be left to your own, own theories and, 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 and doctrinal positions. Uh, uh, he said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, When the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power and you shall be my? witnesses. I've made the case before. Witness is someone who sees something and calls us to see something. And God will, will rent the heavens today and cause us to see him. Maybe, you see, the Bible says, let him who thinks he is standing be careful because he may not be so standing as sure as he is, unless he fall. You see, and some of us are so confident in our position. And Jesus is saying, leave your position and receive the Holy Spirit because I don't want you to miss what I have for you. Hallelujah. So the Lord give us Holy Spirit today amen. so that we can see Him. Amen, amen, amen. Because because when we see Him, that's 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 the full the full circle price of, of Christ's finished work in our in our lives. Amen. No more tragedy, no more missing. Hallelujah. Uh could we go please to Acts chapter number 18? and verse number 24 and this is uh, in the city of Corinth and we find this gentleman named Apollos it says meanwhile a Jew named Apollos a native of Alexandria came to Ephesus he was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures he had been instructed in the way of the Lord and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. If you are in the habit of underlining in your Bible, underline more adequately. What could be more adequately than teaching accurately about Jesus, instructing in the way of the Lord, hmm? thorough knowledge of the Scriptures, a learned man. What, is, what, what are you talking about more adequately? You see? Don't look at me like that with that tone of voice. It's what the Scripture says. It says they taught him the way of God more adequately. All right? He spoke boldly, but he needed more adequately. What are we talking about here? Well, I believe what they're talking about is, uh, it it mentions just almost in passing. It says, though he knew only the baptism of John, right? So there is a baptism of John that's good, all right? But if you only know the baptism of John, if that's the limit of your experience, uh, you need to be instructed in the way of the Lord a little bit more adequately, Now, what is a little bit more adequately? Well, we see what happens when Paul arrives on the scene. The very next chapter, when Paul was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. Then he found some disciples and he asked them, "Uh, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, then what baptism did you receive? And here we have the answer to Acts chapter 18. John's baptism, right? Paul said John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told everyone to believe in the one who was coming after him, that is Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke in tongues and prophesied. They were about 12 men in all. So there's a baptism of John. And then there's a baptism of Jesus. If we know only the baptism of John... We need to be explained the Word of God, the way of God, more adequately. What is more adequately? More adequately is there's a baptism of John and then there's a baptism of Jesus. The one coming after John is the one named Jesus and he baptizes with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And he laid hands on them and the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke in other tongues and they prophesied. Somebody today is going to speak in other tongues and prophesy and be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can see Him, and we can get this whole package, full package, more adequately, full adequately, so that we might see Him as He needs to be seen. Amen. You will be witnesses when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. If we don't see Him, we're left with our own version, and everybody has their own version. When we see Him, we don't get a version, we get a transformation. When the Samaritan woman Saw Jesus. All Jesus said was, I who speak to you am he. John chapter 4. When she saw him, she received a a, a transformation that no psychologist could give her. She had had a few problems, if you know her story. She's one of my favorite women in the Bible. All she needed was to see him. Hallelujah. Amen. The Apostle Paul, before he became Apostle Paul, was the... um, Uh, persecutor saw on the Damascus road he saw a blinding light and he saw him he says who are you I am Jesus whom you are persecuting and when he saw him he was also transformed it seems like everybody that Jesus reveals himself to get a bit transformed Paul did not go to Bible school Paul did not learn about the discipleship class D1, D2, 3, D3 we have discipleship class we have the best discipleship class that you can find anywhere But our discipleship class, it leads you to see Him. Because if you see Him, eh, then transformation is inevitable. In fact, the level of your transformation is telling on you. John was on the island of Patmos. eh, And the Bible says, he, he testifies, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And I turned to see the voice of him who was speaking to me. And I became as a dead man. Hallelujah. He saw something he had never seen before. He was transformed. Today may somebody be transformed in the name of Jesus. Today may we experience him like we have never experienced him before. May God visit his people today. May we not serve him with an inadequate revelation of Jesus see the primary reason we need Holy Spirit is to see him and when we see him transformation happens without him we are left with a 10-point list of what we feel that should be agreed upon to believe in the Lord Jesus when we see him things change significantly may we see him today may we see him today may everybody see him today May the the original Beza members see Him today. May first time visitors today come to say, I saw Jesus today. Praise the Lord. May you leave here today and not say, I heard a great preacher. May you say, I saw him in Jesus name. Holy Spirit will come today. So I want to just minister uh, today that, that, that the Lord would visit us by His Spirit. That God would raise somebody up in this room like never before. We take our time with the Holy Spirit and He will visit us. Amen. Now I want to do a very quick teaching that I've learned uh, over the years that's helpful because sometimes um, uh, there's a bit of of misunderstanding, controversy when it comes to the things of the Holy Spirit. And today I have a burden uh, for the the one person that uh, always maybe comes forward but never gets touched. Or maybe you're like the person who comes to receive the Holy Spirit and the person next to you and it gets so blown, like when you're saying, my goodness, man, I've never had a pick me up. And then when you don't get picked me up, like you just feel just as normal. Right. And then we we're just praying with it. Do you feel anything? And then people, they're almost scared to say that they don't feel anything because, you know, it might show that they're really a sinner and they don't really need to be up here. And you start going through your files. It was the sin that I did in, in, in 1995. I knew that was holding me back from seeing, you get all these calculations, like people right and left are so blessed and you're sitting there and you, 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 so you just finally resort to maybe I should just fake this thing to make sure everybody sees that I'm really holy. Um, and so, uh, I, the reason I have a burden for those kind of people is because that was me. I've experienced both. I've experienced the powerful visitation and I've experienced also the nothing. And, and, and so when I first received the Holy Spirit, it was like a quite, it was quite a, a traumatic experience. You know, God really touched me. I, I think I've shared before, like my eyes were open, but the curtains came down. And I was saying that the, the person who was praying for me said, said say, th- thank you, Jesus. And I said, Thank you, Jesus. And he said, Keep saying thank you, thank you. And then, like the, the third sort of curtains just came down. And I couldn't see anything. My eyes were open, but I couldn't see anything. And then I tried to say thank you, Jesus. And then my body started to shake. And then I started to say thank you, Jesus, again. And it was a very powerful experience. And I I've never forget that. I got filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking. I don't even know, you know, there's no manual or rule book. So I went back to school. I was a student at that time in my I was boarding school. And uh, I remember I, I closed the door, my roommate was gone, and I said, Okay, God, can you please do it again? Just like that, curtain, come on. Nothing. I said, come on, we have a few minutes now. <laughs> uh, remember? And nothing. And I began to get frustrated. All right, Then I began to st- doubt myself and second guess. Maybe this thing didn't really happen to me. And then somebody told me that that's just emotion. That's perfect timing. That, that's like emotion. You see that? Huh? <laughs> This emotion, and so I began to doubt my experience. And then it just because I, I tried several times, uh, no, nothing. And so I concluded that this thing was just an emotional experience, and Holy Spirit is nothing. And, and, and many people they get stuck in that and they leave more frustrated and have a burden. Like you know, Abba is life flowing the field, and then the way Abba describes it, just waves of rivers of life flowing through me, electricity, and whatever. And I said, You know, no waves, no nothing. Well, that means what? That means God really loves Abba and he really doesn't love me. God's mad at me. And see, that's how the devil manipulates this stuff. It's not like God paid a special price just for Abba and he didn't pay a price for you. The Bible says, because one died, all have died. Right? One died for all. So there's no favoritism with this. All right? But I think there's a little trick that we need to understand when we're dealing with things of the spirit. And I would like to teach that now because the failure to understand this could get us a little bit uh, a little bit in a place of confusion. Okay? We are, have two births. We are born of flesh and blood, right? Everybody has a birth date. And if you say, no, I don't have a birth date, you are a liar with your mother-in-law. You did not come from the sky, all right? You came by the product of mother and father and you were birthed through the normal process. If you came in through another way, Please see me after service today, and uh, we'll really try to investigate this medical science miracle that you are. So we all came, we are born once, but then, okay, as believers we are born again. We are born of flesh, but we are also born of spirit, alright? So we are two beings living in, in the body. We are have an earthly identity, but we have a heavenly identity. And they're living in here, can we say Amen? Okay, now what happens with our, our, our earthly flesh and blood uh, identity is that we engage with this person with, through the senses. We touch, feel, smell, and we use those faculties to create knowledge, to grow intellectually, and to become everything that we are. We are the product of learning which has come through the senses. That's how we developed this fleshly, earthly, flesh and blood man, woman. Right? When we get born again, just like we were born the first time, we are also new creation, the Bible says. The old has passed away, everything becomes new, but we look exactly the same because we are not born of flesh again. We are born of spirit, and spirit is not flesh, flesh is not spirit. They are two different things completely, all right? And we don't touch the spirit realm to get information from the spirit realm, all right? We cannot access the spirit the unseen world with the tools of the flesh we access the unseen world by faith we touch the world of the unseen by faith well what is faith faith hebrews 11 is being sure of what we don't see aha so as long as we see it it's not faith Eh? when we don't see it but believe that it is it's faith so how do we engage with the Holy Spirit it's not with the senses all right I mean we may feel something and that's possible because you know he touches and he moves but that's not faith that's feeling we engage with the unseen world by faith we engage with the Spirit of God by faith all right the Bible says let every matter be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses right Let's, let's let those scriptures teach us some things here, like Mark chapter 16 and verse number uh, 16. Mark chapter 16 and verse 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Everybody say Believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. Say, believe. Believe. They will speak in new tongues. Say, believe. believe. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. Did you see that? How will they speak in tongues? Well, these signs will follow those who believe. Well, what's believing? Believing is is seeing that which is not there and saying that it is. And that's how they speak in tongues. Let's go please, John chapter 7. I know this is like ABC, but this is really good. It helps somebody. I wish I had this teaching when I received the Holy Spirit because I spent five years in a bit of confusion. Hmm? So you're welcome. No five years for you. All right? John chapter 7 and verse 37. On the last and greatest day of the feast... Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Come on, somebody. Whoever believes, aha, there is that word again. The Greek word is pistis. Pistis means to believe. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Verse 39. By this he meant the spirit, aha, whom those who believed, there's that word again, in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. All right? Jesus is teaching past disease, not teaching now. Okay? Jesus said, whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. And then he quantifies what rivers of living water is. By this, he meant, the scripture says, Uh, those who would later receive the Holy Spirit. Up until that time, the Spirit had not been given because Jesus was not glorified. Okay, so there's two things that need to happen for us to receive the Holy Spirit. Number one, Jesus needs to be glorified. Okay, at that time, He was not glorified, so the Spirit was not given. But After that, he died, was buried, and rose again, ascended to the right hand of the Father. And uh, as of November 5th, 2023, ever since that day up to the present, he is glorified. So if he's glorified, the Spirit has been given. And if the Spirit has been given, that means it's us now. We don't have to wait for him to give it. It is now upon us to receive it. And how do we receive it? Well, whoever believes. (laughs) As the scripture says. eh? I might gain some members this Sunday or lose some members this Sunday. No appointments today, this week, in Jesus' name. Eh? It's for those who believe. We receive by believing. He gives it by being glorified. We receive it by believing. He gives it by being glorified, we receive it by believing. In Galatians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2, Paul says, You foolish Galatians who has bewitched you before you, Christ was clearly presented as crucified. He says, I have one question to ask of you, Galatians 3, 2. Did you receive the Spirit by observing the law or by believing? Is that what it says? I would like to learn just one thing from you. By the way, this is under the, the... He just called them foolish. You foolish Galatians. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law? By believe, or by believing what you heard? Hallelujah. So in order to receive the Holy Spirit, which is not in this realm, but in the unseen realm, we need the tools of the unseen realm. The tools of the unseen realm is the tool of faith. And when we reach out in faith, hallelujah, we will pick up what he's dropping. We will receive what he's giving us. Uh, Today, everybody needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we're living in the last days. We need to be so sharp. We cannot rely on our understanding anymore. Uh, And it is my prayer and my desire today that somebody will get filled with the Holy Spirit to the degree that you are transformed by means of what you have seen. May you see Jesus today. May you not see Pastor Z, may you not see Abba, may you not see any of the the, the activities that's going on in this room today. Hallelujah. Today, hallelujah, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? Can we say amen? I have a few minutes. The devil is a liar. Joshua stopped the sun and I I call upon that same anointing right now. To stop the sun until we're finished praying today. Because everybody needs to get rivers of living water flowing out of their belly in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If we believe, it's our portion. If we believe, it's our right as the children of God. So I would ask everybody please to stand on your feet. Hallelujah. And uh, I, I, I'm just going to make two very quick calls. As we saw in the teaching today, there are two baptisms. There's a baptism of Jesus, and uh, there's a baptism of John, and a baptism of Jesus. We're going to engage with all baptisms that's available today. The first baptism is a baptism of repentance, baptism of John to acknowledge that you are a sinner and that you are in need of a Savior and to accept the forgiving power of God in your life. God loves you. He's already demonstrated His love. He cannot love you anymore than He has already loved you. You are loved. Okay, my second prayer is the baptism, not of John, but of Jesus. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uttermost parts of the world. Today you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And you will receive it by faith. These signs shall accompany those that believe. In my name they will cast out demons. In my name they will speak in new tongues. Uh, We receive the Holy Spirit by faith. Not by feeling, sensing, touch. We receive it by faith. Hallelujah.